we are in the age of anxiety. Politics, pandemic, inflation, violence, and war. Isn't it just too much? It doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and Friends. Here we'll learn how the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped millions of people cope with stress and depression, and how TM can help you to end anxiety. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and Friends. So if you've struggled with insomnia, I've got a guy here who has you beat all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he came to learn TM, he hadn't slept for seven years. So this is Denny Tedesco, and he's the producer of the uh, very successful film, The Wrecking Crew. So Denny, one reviewer calls your film a labor of love, and I'm, everybody has to be so impressed when they watch it. You chase down so many people and famous people, and um, you got them, whatever, they volunteered exactly the theme of the film, all this beautiful stuff and a tremendous amount of work. You told me it took you 19 years. So uh, did you get exhausted doing that? Um, Exhausted is is anxiety-filled for 19 years. Never got exhausted because when you're doing something you love, it doesn't get exhausting. But you got, yeah. but you got anxious, really anxious. Is that yeah, right? always anxious. Wondering, you know, the story is a personal story. It's the Wrecking Crew was a group of studio musicians in the '60s in Los Angeles, and my dad was one of these musicians, and they did all the work for the Beach Boys, Sinatra, Beach Boy, um, Janet Dean, Monkeys, Fifth Dimension, everything, Moms and Papas. Dad was passing away in 1996, he was diagnosed, and they said they'd give him a year. And I thought, I better tell his story. And when I started that story, I thought it was going to be easy, you know, to tell. It is easy to tell. It's hard to just get rights and everything. So that's where the anxiety comes from, is not finishing a project, knowing that you need to finish it, get it off your, uh, you know, it, I just didn't want it to be on my tombstone. This film made almost made. And this, uh, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. 20, 2015 when it came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 96. He passed away in 1997. Yeah. Uh, and I, it was so hard still at that point no one would try to help us because they all said there's 110 songs possibly in this movie, which there were. And um, no one, you know, record companies and the artists aren't going to help. That's the, that was the feeling. And the truth was, no one was going to invest in something that was going to cost so much money. And the truth was, it wasn't about that. You know, a documentary is only going to make this much, but the investment was going to be this much. And wow. Wow. you know, I mean, that's what their feeling was. And the truth was, it did. So they're gonna, they're gonna lose money. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't. I mean, they didn't. What am I talking about? They. It was me. Yeah. Uh, some people well. say, you know, who helped you? Did you get help? Oh yeah, I said people like Wells Fargo, Citibank, American <laughs> Express. They're really helpful. Yeah. So that, that's so, the anxiety because you're like, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm not was, finishing. And I'm going broke. <laughs> We're gambling. 
was gambling. Yeah. You know, it was, it's, gambling. It was a gamble. Yeah, which any film is, but this was more so because yeah. it was you. So, I think, um, yeah. <laughs> so, so you told me you went seven years without sleeping. What does that mean? Like fitful well, sleeping or? Yeah, it was too. The problem was, it's funny, I never had a problem sleeping when I was making the film. Yeah. The, the sleeping came after the film. It was almost like I just took a, took a, deep, a deep breath and instead of being relaxed, it was the opposite. It's almost, it's, you should have been relaxed now, you know, but it was the opposite. And I had problems falling asleep, almost like you get to the edge. Yeah. And I was suffering from apnea, but you get to that edge and you can't get over the wall to fall into a sleep. Yeah. Wow. And, and it was horrible. And I did that for years. Now, was that why you came to us? Yeah. That was the reason. It's like, yeah, I was trying to, you know, I try everything, you know, and I, you know, obviously, yeah, you give me a pill. I'd love that, but I didn't want to be addicted. No, you and know? you know, that's right. I've, I've uh, taught people obviously who are on those pills and, and uh, they say, yeah, but it knocks you out so completely. It's just like, well, it did, and, you know, and I was on something like Trazodone, which is not addictive, but the problem was the lay, the lasting effect the next morning, even though it wouldn't make me go to sleep until two, three in the morning, when I woke up at four, I've been six or seven or eight, even nine or 10, if I got that far, I was still groggy and I didn't like that effect. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So anxiety during the day, sleep issues at night. Now did the, the anxiety get any better once you finished the film? Yeah. Anxiety, well, somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> then the anxiety turned into yes the film was extremely successful the reviews were amazing and the feedback was amazing but i did go bankrupt you know oh, in the end. literally and yeah literally because you know i was gambling and i got to the point where uh now here's the thing is i'm i've done the film in 08 09 it's great it's done really well in festivals now what do i do I got to keep going to pay off this, this thing, this $500,000 nut. And we went donations and we went around the country. Hey, you know, everything but a bake sale. I mean, I did everything <laughs> and I'm serious. Yeah. And I was again, paying Peter to uh, steal from Peter pay Paul. And I had great credit because I kept paying minimums That's and good. I realized, yeah. Yeah. So in the end, it was like, uh oh, I owed all these credit cards. And it was like, so as much as the film was a success, I had this other disaster. And I had to overcome that mentally going, okay, well, you know, yeah, they, pay, yeah, they, yeah. they make their money off of me in interest for 20 years. So I think that was the only way to save my, um, the family and, you know, the house. And that was a relief. And then it was like rebuild. Start from, you know. So you came to Transcendental Meditation. You came to us. And uh, do you remember your first day? What was it like, your first day of instruction? Oh, I was nervous. I was nervous because I didn't know what I was walking into. I've done yeah. meditation before. Yeah. You know, I've heard about Transcendental, but I don't know. I just was nervous. I, you know, and it was a group. It was, and we were talking about this earlier, and the only reason we know it was pre-COVID is I remember we were in a room together. 
Yeah. Okay. So All right. That's and, how we know uh, where we were. <laughs> did and you no begin mask. to come? Did you begin to calm down? Yeah. Yeah. After the first. Yeah. Instantly. Once I started, it was because it's actually for me. It was like okay. Now you. you in a sense, you're forcing yourself to calm, not calm down, to focus for a second, to breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all, you know what I mean? And I think that's what anxiety is a lot of times for me is not breathing. You know, I, if I had, if I was breathing the way I should breathe, probably wouldn't find anxiety as much. Yeah, yeah. So you begin, and it happens very naturally, you know. And you said, "Well, we're forcing ourselves," but really, it's just this sound we give you. We give you this sound, and yeah. we have you think it so easily, and um, it's very relaxing usually right away. And I think that's what you found. Now, um, yeah. So, so here you are with this disastrous, disastrous level of sleep deprivation. Did this help? Yeah. 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 It took, it, you know, again, it took practice. It took practice, you know, for me, you know, for a few months, you know, in terms of, because it's not just that helps everything. It, the, the meditation helps other things, which helps the sleep. If oh, I'm, no, that's if, beautiful. So, you know what I mean, the anxiety of something else goes down. Okay. Well, that's helping because it's, it's all, one whole thing is a holistic you got to look at it you can't just look at it i need to sleep well <laughs> you know you got to find what's bothering you it's something else that's making you not sleep and yeah. you kind of relax with that and then you get through it so the anxiety goes down the performance goes up there actually is a physical dimension with the sleep because and you may have noticed it because we carry more relaxation in the body during the day. So those factors and what that's what you're saying, this combination of things works together. And then we put our head on the pillow at night and drift off a little, maybe just a little bit better. Cause you said, well, it takes practice and make, you know, cause it's also improves over time. You know, so it has yeah, an immediate effect. Absolutely. But over time also. So yeah. uh, so how about then during the day? You're, uh, um, you know, here you are. We, was there some postpartum depression? I mean, it seems to me like you've been going, you know, thousand miles an hour putting together. Are you talking about? Yeah, after you finished. Well, you know first. what? Yeah. It's just so interesting. Um, Cliff Bernstein, who's a famous manager of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and a lot of other people. Yeah. He's one of the most amazing people I ever met. Amazing guy. And he was one of our executive producers on the film. He came on as, you know, helped donate. You know, it was fabulous. Yeah. Never met this man. And I went to New York to screen the film after it was out. And, you know, I'm on morning, you know, CBS morning on Sunday, you know, national news and all this other stuff. And I'm having a great time at this point. And Cliff said something to me, we went to lunch and this is a man that barely knows me. Yeah. He got me to his office after lunch. He said, listen, be careful. 
it's gonna you're gonna come down. Yeah. And he, and, he, and I know what I kind of knew what he meant, but not really. And it was like it's gonna come. It's like caring for a patient, you're a loved one. You've been yeah. I've been caring for this baby for 19 years, and all of a sudden that baby's gone on its own. Yeah. And yeah, there was that loss of a weird loss, you know. <laughs> I got got no purpose. Yeah. Know? So there was a depression. Um, you know, find you got to find something else, and you know, to put your focus on. So I interviewed a baseball player who um, had played nine years in the minors, and then after he um, had to move on because you know basically his, his age caught up with him, his time was up, and yeah. uh, he found that the TM helped him so much it became more important in, in his life than baseball had ever been. And he actually became a teacher. Of that's amazing. <laughs> but it, it, I think that's what happens with all of us is there's something, you know, our lives were always looking um, for relevance in our yeah. life. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. when, when something is taken away from us or, or we're moving into another journey, we're struggling to find, you know, I mean, some of the, for, I can't say that for everybody, but especially like a baseball player or a musician that's not playing as much, you know, or anybody that's doing anything that's, they've taken so much time to, it's like the old story of, you know, the husband retires after 30 years and his wife wants to kill him. I mean, when he comes home or something, you know, there's that rel or vice versa as we want to feel relevant. And yeah. I think the yeah. TM will, that's what brings for him and for myself, it brought some calm for, you know, those moments. And obviously he did very well with it. Yeah, no, no, he really, uh, you know, in my, my world, he got it, you know, and, and he, yeah. uh, <laughs> and you got some of that, you know, just with that, practice you come to us you do some regular meditation it's beautiful yeah and, um you know the great some... thing is you, you find and this is funny because not just for me there's a cameraman we've worked with over the years at lunchtime you or you know where is david oh he's in his car what's he doing he's meditating he's doing tm yeah. you know he'll take the 15 minutes or the 10 minutes he has just to go rejuvenate yeah. You know, just to bring it down so you can come back. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, you know, in, in that stressed world, that stressed Hollywood world, to have this mechanism, you know, it's mechanical. We just think this meaningless sound and the, actually the brain begins to work better. The body quiets down. And yeah. um, and it carries over into our day, you know, so that our performance goes up. So, uh, you know, it's been a while now since you learned. It's been uh, three years. And um, but do you notice that you're feeling more relaxed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. You know. We've gone through a lot of things over the last few years. And I mean, even look at what people, you know, last since I've seen you. Yeah. COVID, 
I mean, COVID gave a lot of time for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it left me, as, as horrible as COVID was, there was a sense of, of goodness too during that time period because it made you stop and think. It made <laughs> it stop. It brought families together. I'm sure it split a lot of families up too, but. I just remember the good of it and, and being in a weird way relaxed for those certain moments. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't go to a restaurant. Okay. That's okay. Uh, guess what? We're all eating at home together and we're going to make food like the old days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 In a sense, and that was when, you know, we could, TM was even more helpful because you, you had, I don't want to say you had the time because you had the time for any time, but it was a moment of like, you know what, I'm going to take the time. It's thinking about it. No, and, and there's a quietness. There's a quietness that, um, that we experience during the meditation. And then, you know, so we're having dinner with everybody. Great. We have the time for that. But there's a person at the table for the leader of the table. And he has this aura about him, this quietness. It extends into the whole family, you know. So it's uh, yeah. Well, it's also it's funny because I learned also about mindful eating, you know, during this uh, last few years. <laughs> to deal with eating. And you know, yeah, go ahead. It made sense. It made sense. It's like it's the same thing with the breathing. It's like be mindful of what. You know, that piece of, uh, do you, that chicken that's on the plate where, you know, take the time. Enjoy. Well, and the thing is too, I mean, there is a mindfulness meditation where people kind of develop a habit of being mindful and that's fine too. But what's happening with the TM and I'll hear this so often is that, um, automatically and without even thinking about it, we appreciate that chicken on the plate. We enjoyed the beautiful weather outside. We yeah. appreciate the flowers automatically. You know, some people have said to me, it's like um, when you get a new pair of glasses and you see the world more clearly. And yeah. that's <laughs> a great description. Yeah. It's a really good description. Yeah. And so, so that going on, and then when we have this COVID period and you have to be back in your environment, Instead of feeling like you're in jail, you can appreciate it. <laughs> you did. I mean, I mean, it, it's, yeah. I mean, I know this sounds crazy. It's, there was, as you know, and were you in LA at the time? Yeah. COVID mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, I was. Do you remember, I mean, for folks out there that don't know, it was nothing more amazing to go from the Valley to Los Angeles in 20 minutes. There was nobody oh, yeah. on the road. Oh, it was, it was yeah. Few routes, but it was pretty fun. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know, looking you up at the be so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, looking up at the overpass, it's always clogged. It's empty. <laughs> they could never replicate that, you know. But it was a it was no. a great thing. And let's uh, hope not. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so your sleep got better, your anxiety got better. Now you said yeah. that you actually felt that you had post-traumatic stress from uh, from what you. Well, went I think that's what it was—that post-traumatic stress of that film, 
ending what it meant yeah. what it did to me as a father as a as a husband you know my all my time when i have like a lot of people you have a work ethic and it's hard to balance work with with the other parts of your lives yeah and you know one of the things and i said earlier about being on the tombstone i didn't want that being on my tombstone of not finishing something and i lived with my father was one of the greatest you know guitar players in the world and i knew all the other musicians and i know what it takes for musicians or any artist or baseball players or anybody in that have doesn't have to be a sport or art to get to a certain point they really go all out you have to put 110 percent in yeah. some people are natural at it but others you really work hard at it and i always felt like i never worked hard at anything to get to a certain point where i felt eh, that's part of me now that ten thousand hour thing yeah. you know what i mean that you're an expert ten thousand hours and i think once I realized that's how I was going to make this film and get it there was never give up. It, right. it took yeah. a lot away from everything else. So my kids, you know, they're both born into wrecking crew in a sense that I started before they were born. And yeah. so they always called daddy for, you know, first, uh, you know, all their lives, you know, that one's 17 now and one's 23. And all they saw was daddy doing wrecking crew, putting stamps or, you know, labels on postcards, mailing things out, you know, for years, <laughs> years and years. Yeah. You know, um, so not having that, that goal or that patient that I was taking care of, I think was very traumatic, you know, and yeah. wonder what, and it's also, it's, I didn't want it to be the only thing I'm known for. Now, the process itself was also hard, wasn't it? I mean, in other words, you know, you were tracking down a lot of people. You must have gotten a lot of no's as well as some yeses. And, no, uh, no, I, no, no, that's easy. Okay. No, it was easy. It's funny, well, though, the making of the film was, was the easy part because, and I'll tell you about the next film, but all the, if you can get past a gatekeeper, yeah, the artists were like, "Yeah, we'll do it," because they love me. They love these musicians. The musicians right. that recorded for him. Don't forget, in 1960, my dad's 30 years old. He's an old man yeah. working with Brad Wilson, who's 19 or 18, whatever he is at that point. Right, right, right. Um, the only one that's older than them is Frank Sinatra. Yeah, you know. So he and he's you know he's God. These right. other one down here, you know, the Brian Wilsons or all, they're all kids to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they think they're, you know, they're, they're talented, but to the musicians are. So in other words, all those artists couldn't jump fast enough to be talk about them. Beautiful. And yeah. So no, it was not about, it was making of the film was easy. Especially okay. if you're financing it yourself and you're just flipping credit cards, you have to pay for something. Yeah. But where it got hard was selling because no one believed it would sell. And all right. So yeah, that was the hard like, part. So, so, hard. You, <laughs> so you had anxiety during it and you had anxiety after it and you had depression after it and you had yeah. insomnia and the TM. Oh TM why did I do it? <laughs> you're making the sound like, why? I don't know why you did that. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> TM helped you with every one of them, right? 
with those mm-hmm. with every one of those things. Beautiful. And because now it's happening now on the other projects. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's what I was going to ask you. You know, because it's not just about uh, helping with anxiety, even though that's the title of this podcast, but it's also helps with performance, you know, so that we oh, feel yeah. smoother and easier and we get the breaks more during you the know, activity. It, where I find it more useful now is, I want to say because I'm 61 now. Yeah. I know the beard shows it like this, but... <laughs> um, I think that's also helping because it's a different world now. I'm at 61 years old and I'm working with, I want to say kids, you know, they're 30 and their 20s and stuff. Yeah. Things are moving a lot faster than I ever could move. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. There's, an, there's a different anxiety going on there. Yeah. Keeping up. And I'm not saying a, a competition. It's nothing to do with that. It's keeping up wondering, have I turned over every rock to make sure I did it? or did I write the notes down correctly? Now, getting older, and we all know this, it's like, wow, um, why am I in this room? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, no, it's beautiful. I for a reason. What was it? Oh, yeah, there it is. And I, it's almost like you want DVR on your brain. We could all have DVRs <laughs> just to go back 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. There are different anxieties. That's what you're telling me. And the thing is, TM helps with any of them. It doesn't matter oh, her yeah. anxiety. That deep rest and this experience of transcending, which is actually some bliss inside, um, helps with all of them. Okay, so we're actually near the question end. Question for you, though, real fast. Question for you. Okay. I do when things are flaring up here. Yeah. And I, you know, in the, and I'm feeling really anxious or mad or upset. I try to break away and I go find my space. Yeah. It's hard to get rid of why I'm mad at that moment. Uh-huh. Do you find, is it, do you let it take you there or do you try to get, let it, you can do, do that. No, you can yeah. do that. You know, I might tell you a little bit more private, <laughs> yeah. but, but you can let it take you there as you put it. You know, don't, we, we don't fight things and we don't yeah. fight during the TM. Because actually, that being mad is um, the, it's in your body. It's physical, you know. Very much so. Yeah, and if we just kind of let the attention go to it a little bit, yeah, it'll, it'll help to soften it. It will. All right. Listen, um, I know you have another one coming out too, and and uh, but we're yeah. nearing the end of our time. But I'd oh, like yeah. to give you a little bit of an open mic just to talk sure. about, rave about the, the good things family. that TM has yeah. done for you. And maybe the advice you'd give, because we're talking here to people who haven't tried TM yet. So what advice would you give them? Just, hey, try it. I mean, it's, it's I'm not just, you know, I'm not a salesperson. I'm not trying to sell anybody. It's, it's, there's so many things in life. If it makes your life easier, why not try it? If it makes your life healthier, just try it. It's not something, you know, we're not talking. I mean, that was a good thing is there was no selling of it. It's, it's an exercise. I feel like it's an exercise. You're not being on a, I'm all over the place on this. There's no reason not to give yourself 
the chance to feel better. I don't, you know. <laughs> that's good. That's I mean, good that's right there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. That's you're nice. not. It's not a cult. That you know. I think that's the problem. Is I think in the world we live in, there are things that people are skeptical about. There's nothing. If it doesn't work, there's no harm. If it yeah. didn't work, there's no harm. You know, it's yeah. not like you just invested hundreds of thousand dollars and you're being locked up. It's just you no, can do this at home. So it's a great, uh, great quote. You said there's no reason not to give your chance, the self a chance to feel better. It's a good, yeah. it's a good point right there. Okay, so the book is End Anxiety. The author yep. is James Mead. We'll see you and enjoy the rest of your life. Thank you for listening to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope we were able to help you or help you to help a loved one who is struggling to cope with anxiety and stress during these very difficult times. Although the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped many people across the globe cope with anxiety and depression, this podcast does not claim to dispense professional medical advice. If you think you are experiencing a mental health crisis, we strongly urge you to consult with a healthcare professional. The End Anxiety Podcast is produced with the kind support of Scout Media and Select Book Publishers, with editing and audio production provided by Kenichi Sugihara. Our theme music, Looking Back, was written and performed by the group Paper Planes. If you like the content of this podcast, please subscribe on whatever platform that you use to get your podcasts. And please hit the like button to let them know that you approve of our work. Last but not least, End Anxiety, the book, is available wherever books or ebooks are sold. And it is full of even more useful information about anxiety and the benefits of transcendental meditation. My name is James Mead. Thanks again for listening, and tune in next week for another episode of the End Anxiety Podcast.